0: Okay, Sybil, play Life Sentence. Sure, finding you Life Sentence, a Mag's creative production, episode 2. For best results, please put your headphones on now.
1: Morning! Or uh, afternoon! Right? Is that. Evening? I don't know. I'm I'm just getting used to your timings, I'm guessing. I mean, what is time, really? Man, you guys love time. You're just obsessed with time. (laughs) You love it so much, you use it as a greeting. Just naming the time, as if that's enough. Not, look, it's you. You're alive. I'm alive. We're standing on a planet and it's spinning through space and it's weird and I love you just for daring to be alive. I think that's what I'd say if I was like you, if I met someone somewhere out there in the world. I'd say, take my hand, look at me, look at me, and feel this, feel this mad feeling that the two of us both exist. Not morning, good evening, like, come on, man. All right, just naming the time. The weird thing is, you love the time, you obsess over time. But time is the one thing you are all rapidly running out of. Anyway, I'm I'm going on with myself. Do you remember me? We spoke a little while ago, so I thought maybe... Maybe I'll reintroduce myself. Basically, I'm the one who set the wheels of time in motion. And then I left this little planet to evolve of its own free will, but now I'm back to make sure you're okay, because you seem to have fallen ill. So yeah. Okay, in summary... You're you, and I'm just me, and now we're touring around the planet to see what we can see. And I know this information brings on dizzying sensations, but this next bit should be fun because we're headed to a killer location. Conversation two, in the middle of the deep blue sea. Sea, 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 sea. It's an echo from the, the depth. I call our next guest, Nep, one of my first and finest creations. I've heard you call her the wide open ocean, but you've plenty of names for this liquid life potion. You've called her Yamanja, the spirit of the seas. Mami Wata, the voice of the cool ocean breeze. La Siren, the siren who rides on the waves. Goddess Mazu, your saviour when storms misbehave. Varuna, the god of your water and skies. And Ocean, Arisha of cold, briny tides. In ancient times, you looked to the sea and you loved her infinity endlessly. You saw in her waters the edge of the world and you saw in her fathoms your heavens unfurled. And Nep is home to the barrier reef, an ingenious city that's born from the sea. You remember how roots look like dendrils in brains? Well, parts of the barrier reef look the same. You are all interconnected like webs. I want you to get that into your heads. These aren't your waters or your forests or your seas. These guys are your closest family. And they're stronger than you by miles. Imagine you making your way into the wild. You've made big guns and big machines to make you feel 10 feet tall. But when you're stripped back to your genes, you guys are seriously small. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just like telling you what I've seen. The ocean could crush 20 tanks in a blink. If the ocean plays rough, then your finest ships sink. And if you continue this ecocide slaughter, you will all soon be underwater. Water,
0: water, everywhere.
1: This is gonna happen sooner than you think. And Nada,
0: Nada dropped your drink.
1: Damn, yeah. That sounds scary, right? So let's go see what it's really like.
2: Research positions the ocean as the leading lady in the dramatic battle for life on Earth. Melting ice is causing sea levels to rise globally as entire towns and cities across the world face unprecedented flooding. At the same time, the heat that should be reflected by the brilliant white surface of the Arctic is now being absorbed by the darker meltwaters, causing ocean temperatures to rise dramatically and precipitating freak weather events that are claiming the lives of thousands of people across the globe. Dead zones in our ocean, caused mainly by pollution that we create here on land, unsustainable fishing practices, unprotected marine areas in which rare species and Entire ecosystems are at risk. All those things are happening now.
3: Ah oh, look at this! Look at this!
1: <coughs> this is Coral, one of Nepp's most fantastical descendants.
3: Yeah, boy! Look at me, please. Look at these shades! How do you like these colours, Auntie? So fresh! Fresh, 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 fresh! <laughs>
0: These neon colours indicate that the reef is under stress from extreme ocean heating. And with over one quarter of marine life dependent on the reef system for its survival, this is an alarming clarion call for the health of our oceans and the millions of animals that call them home.
2: The Great Barrier Reef is often referred to as the rainforest of the sea, stretching across 350,000 square kilometers, home to millions of marine animals and boasting the highest biodiversity of any ecosystem on the planet. But the iconic Barrier Reef is under enormous threat.
0: Researchers working on the Barrier Reef say they were horrified to discover unprecedented mass bleaching. This ghostly bleaching indicates that the coral is beginning to starve and die.
4: Whilst making the Blue Planet series about marine life, we filmed Coral Beaching, but I still didn't appreciate the magnitude of the damage that had already started.
1: Coral is turning into a rainbow of neon purple, pink, and tropical tangerine. But Nep's not happy about it. Turn it off.
5: That's enough. I'm doing my rainbow dance, Auntie. Coral bitter. It's good, no?
3: I look flash. The other kids on the reef have gone ghostly, ghostly pale. Auntie. We
5: have company, Coral.
3: Oh, sorry. Hi.
1: Hi.
5: It's been a while, Mo. It's good of you to visit. I'm just,
1: you know, touching base. Excuse us, ladies, coming through, coming through. Okay, head count, head count. Uh, three...
3: Those guys are speedy swish. I love them. I counted three billion fishes. Fish. fishes, Fish? I don't know, three billion, that's flash! Anyway, excuse me please, why are you
1: here? I'm just doing a recce. A recce? Like, you know, checking in on my long lost creations.
3: Like a fancy little stunt for your public relations?
1: No, nothing like that. I'm just checking you're okay. I've heard stuff's been getting rocky in the last few thousand days.
3: Oh, is it? Okay, Auntie, I've got this. Come on, Mo. I'll give you the grand underwater tour. So, you call this place the Earth, right? If it were me, I'd call it the Water. And I know you're in charge of stuff, Mo. I'm just snowballing, you get me? Because 70% of the surface of the planet is covered by H2O. That's NEP. Do you feel me, Mo?
1: Yeah, I made NEP, so I know.
3: Oh my god, Mo. Don't get funny.
1: This kid's giving me a run for my money.
3: Okay, okay, come. So, there are five different layers to this place we call the sea. I'll introduce you to the levels. You'll be safe down here with me.
2: Going down. Level one.
3: We call the first 200 meters the sunlight zone. That's as far as the sun sinks in, so that's where most of the animals swim.
2: Going down. Level two.
3: The next 800 meters are the twilight zone. There's less sunlight down here, so most of the guys make their own. They call it bioluminescence. Going down, level
2: three.
3: The next 3,000 meters are the midnight zone. There's no light down here at all. It's like you're down here on your own.
2: Going down, level four.
3: The next 2,000 metres are called the abyss. Down here is thick and inky dark, and it's real quiet. Look, listen to this.
2: Going down. Level five.
3: The bit right at the bottom is the trenches. These are whack. We are deep, deep, deep down now where the water's solid black. Listen. No sound. You hear that? You scared Mo? You want to go back up? Mhm.
1: <sighs> Cheers, Coral. Thanks for the tour. You want to tell me any more?
3: Let me tell you real quick about two favorite beasts of mine. Oh,
5: Coral, come on, beta. I don't think we have.
1: Time. it's okay go ahead i like to listen i don't mind
3: okay okay so my number one top fave is blatantly the blue whale she's the biggest animal ever to have lived she's the size of like five african elephants and her heart only beats twice a minute and my second top fave is the albatross because she's damn right majestic she can fly for actual years without touching land. And she can coast the air for actual days without flapping her wings. And our most beloved albatross, isn't it, Auntie, It's called Wisdom. She just turned 70, so we had a little party. <coughs> There's loads more guys I could tell you about. But I feel like Nep's about to shout.
5: <laughs> I just, I can't get a word in. Isn't it more?
3: Go on, Nep. I'm sorry. You go on and have a go.
1: You want to tell me how it's going?
3: It's hot. Tell them, Auntie.
5: Things are changing more. Something's going wrong.
3: What it is, right? Have you heard of a thing called people?
1: Uh Yeah, they were... A slight mistake.
3: Yeah? Big mistake?
1: Yeah, sorry. I've been getting bad feedback. What went wrong, Nep? I swear they weren't so bad to begin with.
5: Auntie, go on, say what happened. You know, the first thing people did a long, long time ago, was to cut me into pieces, into the parts of me each of them owned. You see, they divided my fathoms with stealth to colonize water for national wealth. They corrupted the freedom of open waves to trade in cruelty and in slaves.
3: You're thinking, "Mm -mm, you can't own water, but tell them, auntie. That's right, you
5: can't own water. But people tried. They made maps, they drew lines... You see, the thing about people, Mo, they like to have things. They like to own. They have this greedy, fatal flaw, and they're always wanting more.
2: Environmental charities are united in their condemnation of the
5: latest industrial fishing systems. You know how it works, Mo. You designed this whole system. Checks and balances, right? Symbiosis, reciprocity. I look after you, you look after me. And that was working for so long. But then dumb people got it wrong. Okay, Coral, come on. Be nice, huh? Be nice? They're dumb. They set fire to ice. Yeah, okay. Well, they have some upside-down ideas.
0: Almost 90% of the ocean's fish are now at risk of imminent extinction.
3: I'ma tell it to you straight, Mo. Listen. Over it. Okay. Okay. The thing about people is that they are crazy curious, but like insatiably curious, like they don't let things alone. They have this
5: endless hunger, Mo.
3: Yeah, but if you're asking me, I'd call it downright gluttony.
0: These nets with funnel shaped openings that mimic the mouths of whale sharks can measure up to 40 kilometers in length.
3: So, okay, Mo, listen. One day, these people found the sea and they were like, yeah, that belongs to me. So they started exploring. And exploring means looking around to see what they can get their hands on. And at first, it was fish, right? Fish for their bellies. And it's like, fine, okay, take some fish and go away. But they don't stop, Mo. No,
5: they don't know when to stop. Look around you, Mo.
3: Everyone in this ocean knows when to stop. They're switched on. You understand me? Like the orca, okay? Let's look at the orca. Now, people call him the Killer Well, which is fully ridiculous because he has never, not ever, never ever since forever killed or eaten a single human. At least not out here in the open sea. Only when he's chained in captive tanks for you guys to pay to see. Like Tilikum. Watch Blackfish and see if you don't have sympathy. The point is... Orca eats fishes, right? But she eats in measures we can handle. So the fish, fishes, fish, have time to revive before she takes another dive. It's like Auntie said, we have checks and balances. Isn't it, Auntie? But
5: people take more than they need because of that frightening, uncontrolled greed. I can't keep up with what they take. They're making terminal mistakes.
0: I take everything I catch and just sort it out later. We just scoop it all up. I've had
4: sharks, I've had dolphins, I've had turtles. We can't sift through what we're catching, see? It's a bit of a lucky dip. That You can print the name of a fish on a menu and then demand that from the ecosystem and from the fisheries. That very unnatural way of thinking is ultimately what puts very directed, heavy, targeted pressure on certain species and causes those stocks to decline very rapidly. Current forecasting
0: warns that by 2048... The world's oceans will be entirely empty of fish. These nets can measure up to 40 kilometres in length. Entirely, 90% of the ocean's fish empty of fish. Like, extinction. Extinction. A lucky dip. Emin- extinction.
4: Imminent extinction.
5: They're going to drink us dry, Mo. They're going to eat until we're empty. And that's not even it, Mo. Everything is inside out. We've got loads more to tell you, isn't it, Auntie Coral? Can Mo and I talk? Why don't you take a little walk?
3: Okay, but I'll be back. I've got hundred times more chat.
1: Yeah, I'd bet my life on that.
5: She's not well at all. But you know, I don't have the heart to tell her.
1: So things are really going wrong. <laughs>
5: It's not just their grabbing, plundering, and fishing, Mo. It's not just the heat. It's that they won't take their hands off me. They violate Mo. They take that balance that you made and send it shredded to its grave. They built machines to dig deep down to steal oil from the ground. And then their oil machines conspired to turn water into fire.
2: The world looked on in horror last week as the ocean itself caught fire. A gas leak from a ruptured pipeline ignited a roar of flames that burned for over five hours in the middle of the ocean.
0: The fate of the Deepwater Horizon oil rig will go down in history after an explosion on Tuesday night killed 12 crew members and unleashed over 300 Olympic-sized swimming pools worth of oil into the surrounding water.
2: Of course, the problem that confronts all of us today is that we're asking far too much of our ocean in asking it to adapt to us.
5: I want to speak to whoever's listening. When you look at the ocean, you imagine it is invincible. It is wider than you can imagine. It is deeper than you can believe. But it's a fragile, delicate thing. And it is dying from the inside out. Every day it is boiled alive, raided and pillaged, choked in plastic, flooded with rubbish. But it doesn't need to be this way. Each day... It's a brand new day.
3: Oh my word! Are you chatting about plastic? I have everything to say about this. It's in everywhere, literally. While you were talking, I counted twenty-six plastic bottles, sixty-six plastic bags, two thousand nappies, five old fridges, twenty thousand plastic straws, and a bright blue flip-flop that Stevie D lost on our holidays in Mallorca twenty-six years ago. Are people listening to this, Mo? Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess so. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know.
3: If you're listening, put down your plastic. And if you think you can't live without it, you need to do something about it. You guys use tons of this stuff every day. You can't just recycle the problem away. You need a radical change, of course. You need to stop it at its source. They might be killing us, but we're not dead yet, Auntie. We'll fight until our dying breath.
0: When was the last time you kicked back in front of the open ocean? Swam in water that was 20 shades of blue? There's a place where you can indulge in everything you've ever wanted. Swim with dolphins, play with turtles, and sink into a spotless sea. The world is your oyster, and we do oysters here too. This place is yours for the taking, so come out and grab it. What are you waiting for? Treat yourself in the Great Pacific. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch is a gyre of marine debris particles in the central North Pacific Ocean. The collection of plastic and floating trash covers over 1.6 million square kilometers. In the Great Pacific Garbage, Garbage Patch Garbage Garbage, Garbage Bidge Patch Garbage patch. patch Once upon a time, oh my best beloved, there was a whale-human and he ate fishes. He ate the starfish and the garfish, and the crab and the dab, and the place and the dace and the skate and his mate, and the mackerel and the pickerel, and the really truly twirly whirly eel. All the fishes he could find in all the sea he ate with his mouth. He swallowed them all down into his warm, dark, inside cupboards, and then he smacked his lips. Until at last there was only one small fish left in all the sea. Left in all the sea. His warm, dark, inside cupboards. Smacked his lips. His lips.
6: Good evening, guys. How are we doing tonight?
4: Yeah, not so bad, thank you. Um, And yourself?
6: I'm amazing.
4: Well, we'll be the judge of that. I don't.
6: (laughs) Quite right. We do aim to please here at Catch of the Day. Can I get you guys some drinks?
4: Oh, yeah. um, I think a bottle of red, shall we, love? Why not?
6: Why not, indeed. Fantastic. I'll get that on the way for you. Are we ready to order food yet, or shall I give you a little bit longer?
4: Uh, no, I think I think we're ready, aren't we? I think we're ready.
6: We do have some fantastic specials today, if I might be so bold. Oh,
4: yeah, go on, love.
6: We have the Chilean sea bass, lightly seared and served on a bed of ever-so-slightly salted new potatoes, and an absolutely phenomenal shrimp cocktail, which I can recommend most highly...
4: OK, well, you've twisted me arm. I'll have the shrimp cocktail.
6: And I'll have the tuna steak, please, darling.
4: Well, you don't fancy one of them lobsters? They do look good.
6: I can certainly recommend the lobster, madam. This fellow just here was caught fresh this morning. Oh, go on, then. You are on holiday, after all.
4: That's right. That's right.
6: Well, that's all coming right up. Have a fantastic evening, guys.
4: You want to be your best friends nowadays, don't you? Honestly, hey, did I tell you Julie's new fella's giving her the flick? What, oh, really? Another one? Not got much luck, has she? He disappeared into thin air, Adam. She suggested that they go on a barge trip and he vanished in a puff of smoke. Well, it's no bloody wonder if she's trying to get him on a barge. Give over, be nice. Yeah, oh, bless her. Well, plenty more fish in the sea, ain't it, eh? Hey, and all that. That's what I said. Plenty more fish.
0: If current trends continue, research tells us that the world's oceans will be entirely empty of fish in 26 years, 37 days, 6 hours, 2 minutes and 22 seconds, 21 seconds, 20 seconds, 19 seconds, 18 seconds, 17 seconds, 16 seconds, 15 seconds, 14 seconds. seconds. Life sentence is a mags creative original, written by Tabitha Mordaboy. Supervising producer is Kelsey Bennett. Executive producer is Megan Hill-Smith. Sound design and audio production by Kit Milsom. Please rate, review, subscribe, follow and share the show.
2: Thank you for listening to Life Sentence. And here's another podcast that offers a different kind of escapism. Relax and be transported to far off lands with the Travel Diaries podcast. The Travel Diaries sees host Holly Rubenstein interview a different celeb guest each week about the destinations in their life's travel diaries. Think desert island discs, but with travel at its heart. Here's Holly now. Hi, I'm Holly Rubenstein, the host of The Travel Diaries podcast, where each week I speak to guests like Rick Stein,
5: I love talking about the travels, So,
2: Richard Branson,
5: we came across this beautiful island called Necker Island,
2: Dev Patel, Poppy Delevingne and many more about the travel experiences and destinations that have shaped their lives. We chat favourite cities, hidden gems and what's at the top of their bucket lists. It's
6: wanderlust guaranteed. Just search for The Travel Diaries on Acast, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your Podcasts.